What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Nightline Sports Network. Brought to you by Travis Dever and the Dever team. 386-690-1636. Welcome to Nightline at Night on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Night Nation's only call-in show goes live now. All right. Hello, Orlando. Hello, Night Nation. This is Andrew Fegley. This is Nightline at Night. We're live from the Dever Team Studios, brought to you by Chad Barlaw, assisting injured veterans get the help they deserve. Give Chad a call, 407-599-9036, or visit protectingvets.com. You can also call Travis Dever for all your new Smyrna Beach real estate needs, 386-690-1636. We're taking your calls, though. 844-580-9326, 844-580-9326. You can call us and talk to us about UCF sports, or you can use the open mic feature in the WDBO app. Uh, Once again, I am Andrew Fegley, AP underscore Nightline on Twitter. Uh, I got Roger Phipps with me at NightBingle on Twitter, Ben Stout, uh, Big Social 32 on Twitter, is out for the, the week again, uh, out with his kid doing uh, some some sports stuff. So good for him, and, and hopefully he'll be back next week. All right, uh, talking today about a UCF win over the Memphis Tigers 24-7 on Friday night. Interesting game, Roger. What do you think? Uh, 80 yards passing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, I mean, ever, to be honest with you, that we only had 80 yards passing. I'm sure I can find a stat, though. I'm sure there's a stat someplace of when the last time that happened. Well, drops. That's the big uh, big part of that. Four big drops and from pretty established wide receivers. And they weren't uh, passes that were off the mark. They were right where they needed to be. Actually, some pretty solid passing there from Mikey Keene. And uh, his receivers just didn't help him out. Well, we also knew that that Gus Malzahn would do this from time to time where if, you know, the the team is allowing the ball to be run against them, he would run it. I mean, we've seen him do this, and I've I've said from the beginning that that he was hired here, there's going to be games where it's going to be lopsided and and there's going to be a lot of running yards or a lot of passing and and not much of the other. So, uh, yeah. Well, this was definitely one of them. So 
Well, and it, uh, you know, in this particular game, since our defense played so well, it played to our advantage, right? And I think once you start getting the lead, you start burning clock. I think he started doing that early. And, you know, Bowser was just on fire and, and really nobody could stop him. So over 200 yards of rushing this week. Um, so if you can burn clock, you got a lead and you can run all over him. Why not? I mean, he did it to us when we played them in the uh, Peach Bowl uh, way back in the day and he tried to do that to us and we were able to outlast him but at the end of the day uh you've got a great running back that's back there you've got a team that can't stop him there's no reason if you can if you can run over him why not yeah he's uh not a hundred percent healthy bowser but but he's getting there here's what uh, gus had to say after the game real proud of our team hard fought win against a good memphis team a team that actually beat mississippi state you know we played extremely well in defense you know it's the best defensive game we played really by a long shot our crowd was phenomenal and our our, our, our players fed off our crowd it's an unbelievable home field advantage the space game and everything that goes with that really good win you know you look at the defense six sacks uh, you know we had three interceptions you know i think we had they had a muff pump we had a i don't know how many fourth down conversions that we stopped but our defense played championship defense tonight Offense, we got off to a good start. You know, they made some adjustments in the second quarter, running two through a gap, and we made a couple of adjustments in the second half. I think the big thing for me offensively is we got to get better on third down. That's really been our Achilles heel. But we talked about the second half of the season. It's a new season. We're 1-0 and now. Uh, the challenge to our team is very few teams actually get better the second half of the season. That's our challenge. And I think we did tonight. You know, it's good to be 1-0 and in the second half of the season and something we can build upon. All righty. Well, uh, definitely something to build upon. Defense definitely uh, was was very good. Got to the quarterback a few times. I uh, got to get the stats in front of me here. I thought I had it. Uh, what was it? Six sacks or something like that? Six, Six sacks, sacks and two and a- from Big Cat. Eleven hurries by Big Cat alone. And uh, not only that, um, he he got one hit on the quarterback as well. So he wasn't just you know hitting them. Uh, hitting them and getting him down, but he was also getting hits on him when he was going down. So that wears on you, especially if you're a running quarterback and your your pocket is collapsing all the time. And for someone who this was his first uh, collegiate game, uh, that definitely gets in your head if you got somebody like Big Cat running after you all the time. Well, yeah, absolutely. And we knew that Big Cat would, would get it together at some point. So uh, good thing that he did. Uh, still the leader in tackles again, Tatum Bethune, uh, with nine total. Uh, awesome for him. Uh, a tackle for, for loss as well. A, a sack, which turned out to be a tackle for loss. So uh, for him, so that's good. Uh, who was it that we? Oh, uh, Devad Wilson finally got something going. Uh, didn't he have an interception? He did. It bounced around a few times, and he happened to be there and took it out. So you know, I, I don't know. It seemed like all the luck that we didn't have at the first part of this year kind of happened in this game because there was two of them that deflected and we were able to pick off. Yeah, and he ran that back uh, for 25 yards as well. So uh, that's pretty good for him. Uh, yeah, so Dylan Just- Lester also had a interception, ran it back for 34 yards, which was good. Uh, and then Devontae Brown as well, interception, ran that one back for 14 yards. Uh, Big Cat had the two sacks, Tatum had one. Uh, Cam Good had one, and uh, Landon Woodson had one. So that's good. Uh, held them to, oh, what was it? Uh, rushing, rushing. Um, held them to 128. 
So um, a net of 77, though, of the 128. So that's pretty good. Uh, that's what we needed to do. 292 yards this week for uh, for them, and they averaged over 400 yards a game. So that should tell you something. The other part about it was we we start we're starting to see some of those defensive backs start to uh, shine. Justin Hodges had himself a game. He was actually out the first uh, couple games of the season with the injury. We were expecting big things from him. He came in, came back and played really really well. Um, this is his fourth game uh, this season, so it's starting to come. I think it's starting to come together for him. So uh, it was fun because we were watching the secondary. There was great uh, coverage. The pass, um, the pass defenses. There were eight passes defended in this game. We're used to seeing three. We've seen three, two, three, all season long, and there were eight actual passes defended. He got his mitts on one uh, when, as the quarterback was throwing. Uh, it was a forward pass, so it didn't count as a fumble, but uh, he picked it up and tried to run it back. All right, good. Uh, here is another clip from um, Gus on the defense. Our defensive front, they got after the quarterback. It all works together. You know, they're harassing the quarterback. He made some throws, but our secondary did a super job. They didn't give up any big plays over the top. They kept everything in front. Uh, it was an impressive defensive uh, uh, you know, game. My Coach Williams' staff had a super game plan. That's a high-powered offense. And that quarterback, you know, he was he was played in, in a school that was really close to my old, old job. He's a phenomenal player, uh, and our defense did a great job. I really think we're a good run defense when we put our cleats in the ground and our guys can play fast. And uh, Coach Williams' group, you know, they mixed in the zone with the man and our run fits were really good. Got them in those passing situations, able to pin our ears back. And, you know, we played a lot of defensive linemen too. And, uh, you know, they were, they were in that feeding frenzy mode. It was great to see. All right. It was ugly for UCF on offense, though, except for the running uh, 111 yards net for Isaiah Bowser, 117 with six for loss. Uh, Johnny Richardson, uh, six carries for 47 yards. Ryan O'Keefe had the three carries for 41 yards. Uh, one of those was 31 yards, so uh, not a lot there. Isaiah Bowser, though, uh, not completely healthy, but um, was coming up with 4.3 yards. Uh, a carry on those 26 carries. So um, good as far as that goes. Not so great on, on the, the passing side. Uh, Mikey Keene, 11 of 19 with one interception, one touchdown. Uh, only got sacked once, which is good. Um, but I don't know. Uh, every time it seems like he wants to go deep with something, he gets intercepted. Luckily, this one was not a uh, pick six this time. He, this, I think this is probably the first game he has not thrown a pick six in, which is nice. Uh, it's, it's, I think true. it's true. So, um, yeah. So I'm fine with the way this worked out. I'm absolutely fine. Whatever we have to do to win, uh, just do it. Uh, and we didn't have special teams issues, uh, you know, so there were definitely some good things about this game. Uh, Daniel Orbowski did miss the 142-yard field goal, which was kind of in a, a weird time and a weird spot anyway, so I'll give him that one. Uh, otherwise, you know, he made a 24-yarder, which was good. No blocked punts, uh, you know, for uh, on our side anyway. So I'm happy with it. I, I, there's, there's people that want to complain about how boring it was and all that. I, I could care less how boring it is as long as we have the W.
Well, and Alex Ward, the long snapper, actually got a, a win as well, so or a fumble recovery as well. So that was super exciting. You know, Gus mentioned the adjustments. One of the things I noticed was they were taking, when they were crowding the box, they started um, having Bowser be on the outside and then bring him in late in the snap count um, so that he could then go inside. So what that was doing, if you were watching, is they were crowding the box the whole game, and then as soon as they made that adjustment, it loosened up the box, and we were able to break through. So that was a, a key adjustment by Gus that I thought was really, really interesting. Yeah, Joey Gatewood had some runs as well, used him quite a few times. Uh, when Gus was asked about when they're you know, t- bringing him in and taking him out, he actually you know, kind of said, you know, yeah, we had certain plays that were for Joey. Uh, they were, you know, the entire time marked that Joey was going to be in there for those plays. So, uh, I mean, it, it worked fairly well, you know, so, um, well, I mean, they had a lot of sets where there were two back sets and then they put Joey and now all of a sudden you've got three running threats, right? right? So, um, you know, a lot of that, instead of keeping it, a lot of the time he was handing it off to Bowser and Bowser was going with, uh, going for big runs. So, you know, now that everybody assumes that Gatewood's going to keep it and run it, now you can kind of throw other people off. And they were also, um, you know, they thought they would go behind Sam Jackson and they'd go the other side. So they were throwing people off too. When when teams are scheming against us, they think we're going to run again, uh, run behind a certain side, and we go to the other. Yeah, uh, Joey Gatewood did have uh, eleven yards rushing, five point five a rush. So that's pretty good. All right, we're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. We're going to talk a lot more about this. We're going to have some more sound from Gus Malzahn. Uh, give us a call. Back on Nightline at Night. An auto accident can change your life forever. At Chad Bar Law, we are raising the bar on what to expect from your personal injury attorney. Hi, I'm Chad Barr, and I want you to know that our entire team is dedicated to providing you with the representation you deserve in your greatest time of need. If you or a loved one have been injured in an auto accident, call 407-599-9036 for a free consultation or visit chadbarlaw.com. At Chad Bar Law, our clients come to us in need and leave us family. Offices, Altamont Springs. Hey, this is Travis Dever, Kai's Real Estate, the Dever team, New Smyrna Beach. Your source for real estate and everything else, New Smyrna Beach. Proud sponsor of Nightline. Call me anytime at 386-690-1636. That's 386-690-1636. Let me show you my hometown, New Smyrna Beach, UCF's favorite beach. Go Knights and charge on. Looking for more out of your Porsche? Look no further than Flat6Motorsports.com. They have the widest selection of aftermarket Porsche parts anywhere in the world. With over 85 product lines and in-depth expertise, Flat6Motorsports.com is your one-stop shop for any Porsche performance needs. Whether you're shopping for intakes, exhausts, suspension, or tuning, they have you covered. Flat6Motorsports.com is the premier Porsche aftermarket specialist. Check them out at Flat6Motorsports.com. And now, back to Nightline at Night on WDVO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Call now at 844-580-9326. All right, back on Nightline at Night. I'm Andrew Fegley, live from the Dever Team Studios, brought to you by Chad Bar Law. Uh, got Roger Phipps with me at Night Bingle on Twitter, and I am Andrew Fegley, obviously at uh, AP 
underscore nightline on Twitter talking about UCF football and our win 24 seven over Memphis on Friday night. Uh, a little bit ugly, lots of rushing, not a lot of passing, but it doesn't matter. 24 seven. I will take it. Uh, I think last week we, we talked a little bit about, uh, when we do our, 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 uh, Tijuana flats, hot take of the week, we, we gave some score predictions and I said that, that it would be 40 something, 42, 14, 42, 14. Well, I was right on the low, on the <laughs> low end and that's fine. Uh, I thought we would score a few more points. But it took us till the third quarter to uh, to really get that go. Well, I guess we got it going in the in the first quarter, but second quarter nothing. Uh, third quarter and fourth quarter we scored a few points, but thought we'd have a little bit more. I thought honestly that we would have a little bit more offense, a little bit more passing. I thought that that they would let Mikey Keene go a little bit, but now I understand why they don't do that. He likes to throw picks. Well, uh, just it's part of being a freshman. I think they did let him go a little bit. I think his receivers just dropped the ball. I mean, if you add up the total number of drops, like if they if those catches that should have been catches that weren't. He would have been over 200 yards passing. So, you know, to me, he, I really don't put this on him as far as the the yardage. I mean, the yardage that he did get was from uh, shovel passes, essentially. But, you know, to me, I just put this on the receivers because ultimately they let him down. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can go through that. Uh Ryan O'Keefe was targeted eight times, caught six of them. Brandon Johnson targeted five times, caught three of them. Isaiah Bowser caught both of his. Amari Johnson caught both of his. Uh, Titus was was uh, targeted three times and only caught one of them, though. Hescock was was targeted once and didn't catch any of them. So, I mean, you know, there are a few there. It's 20 to 13, basically, is, uh, you know, the targets versus the catches. Yeah, so it was, he was 11 of 19. So if you add four of those back in, that's 73% and over 200 yards. Yeah, well, I mean, the the pick, though, is my is my issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he sent the pick, I mean, right to the guy. I mean, he yeah, threw he, it right to him. He threw it in double coverage. Yeah, there was no, I mean, th- that was just a bad decision to throw that ball. And, and that's part of being a freshman, and that's understandable. And. And whatever. So I'm not holding this against him whatsoever. I think he has shown improvement. Yeah. Uh, here's what Gus had to say about the offense. There's a lot of frustrating things offensively. You know, we're still growing. And, uh, you know, right now we're playing two quarterbacks. And that we think that gives us the best chance of being successful right now until Dylan comes back. And so we're a work in progress, but we did some really good things. We had some explosive plays. We had to reverse. We had a couple speed sweeps. Uh, you know, we got to get to where we can throw it down the field a little bit, you know. And, uh, you know, we'll hopefully we'll get flash back in the near future and present a, a really another threat besides O'Keefe, you know, in the – in the deep passing game. All righty. Yeah, yeah, I think that will help tremendously. Uh, he looked good walking around on the sideline. I saw a flash, uh, and then I guess he was spotted at Epcot yesterday as well. So if he can walk around Epcot, I think he probably should be able to be to play some football, hopefully. I don't know. I still don't know what the deal was with him, uh, what the injury was. But uh, hopefully, you know, he can get back. It seems like uh, – people have, have let it out a couple of times that he will probably be back this week. And, and we desperately need him for a little bit more uh, down the field uh, threat because, you know, you don't have much with Brandon Johnson and, uh, 
and uh, Ryan O'Keefe. <laughs> Ryan O'Keefe. That's that's all we got. So definitely need more there. Uh, so yeah. Uh, well, we're going to talk a lot more about this. This is a very very short segment, so we're going to take a break, and we will be back on Nightline at Night. Stick with us. Give us a call. If you haven't figured it out yet, I love Tijuana Flats. I would love them even if they weren't a partner with us on the Nightline Sports Network. They have all kinds of great Tex-Mex food, and it's fresh, by the way. Made to order burritos, tacos, enchiladas, chimichangas, quesadillas, bowls, nachos, and taco salads. And if you haven't tried the queso, you are completely missing out. It is the best queso that I've ever had in my life. Absolutely hands down. And the sauce bar that they have, everything from wild to mild in there, absolutely awesome, awesome stuff. Not only do I love the food at Tijuana Flats, but I love the company, a UCF-born company. And they give back to the community with the Justin Queso Foundation. So head to your local Tijuana Flats, Tex-Mex for everyone. Hey Jeep Wrangler owners, have you ever sat in your office at work and watched the rain just pour into your Jeep because the weatherman said that there was a zero chance of rain? Or you put your doors back on because there was a 100% chance and then not a drop of rain fell. Well, there's a company out there that can help take the worry away and give you the peace of mind to be without your doors. The company's called Life Without Doors. They make waterproof rain curtains and dash covers for Wranglers. Life Without Doors is there to help make the decision to leave the doors at home an easy one. Find out more at lifewithoutdoors.com. Spice up your company with homemade marketing services from Tasty Gravy Creative. Tasty Gravy serves up a menu of budget-friendly marketing, graphic design, and public relations services customized to your specific goals. Co-owned by a UCF graduate, Tasty Gravy can help refresh your brand, strengthen your online presence, or reinforce your company's message. Contact Tasty Gravy for help with your website, social media, marketing, advertising materials, and more. Visit TastyGravy.com. And now, back to Nightline at Night on WDBO. 1073 FM and AM 580. Call now at 844-580-9326. All right, back with you on Nightline at Night. I'm Andrew Fegley. We're live from the Dever Team Studios, brought to you by Chad Bar Law, assisting injured veterans get the help they deserve. Give Chad a call 407-599-9036 or visit protectingvets.com. You can also call Travis Dever for all your new Smyrna Beach real estate needs, 386-690-1636. But you can also call us uh, at 844-580-9326. 844-580-9326. We'd love to talk to you about the game or any other game or, or whatever. Just give us a call. Uh, <laughs> or you can use the open mic feature on the WDBO app. Once again, I'm Andrew Fegley, AP underscore Nightline on Twitter. Big Ben Stout is out for the week again. And I do have Roger Phipps here. Uh, and he is at Night Bengal on Twitter, and you can find all the rest of our content on nightlinesports.com. Talking UCF sports, 
uh, talking about a 24 to seven win over the Memphis Tigers on Friday night. Uh, a good crowd out there. That was a good thing. I was kind of surprised when I was driving out there, traffic was heavier than I thought, you know, and, and, when you pull into the stadium there, you kind of, I was kind of wondering after the, I I mean, I know some of the bandwagon fans are jumping off, which is fine. Uh, I'm good with that. You all know that. Uh, But still a a good crowd out there. I think it was like 38 something. I think is what they said. 38. uh, What was it here? I I got it actually in front of me someplace. Well, the Lauren Elena concert certainly helped with that because apparently that was rocking. I don't know about that. Uh, attendance thirty nine three two eight. Yeah, that's so, not bad at all for yeah, a Friday I mean, night game. You know, I I don't know if those concerts really help anything. I don't think any of those people came just to see her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it might have put them over the top to go to the game if they're a country music fan and they're like, "Hey, Lauren Elena is going to be here because she's a pretty big star now as far as country music is concerned." Yeah. She really is. No, I know. I mean, I know who she is. I mean, I I watched her. I I didn't go there specifically. I didn't even know who it was, to be honest with you. I didn't know who was playing until I was like, oh, that's Lauren Alina. So, yeah, uh, it's cool. Uh, I mean, I hardly ever. I was talking on on the dungeon about this with with a couple of guys uh, this weekend. I normally don't go to the games to see the concerts. There are a few that, that I've really liked. I mean, the time that we got, uh, uh, Morgan Wallen and <laughs> I can't remember the other guy's name. It's one of my favorites too. Uh, man. Uh, anyway, the guy that was with him, <laughs> man, I have I can't no remember. idea, bro. <laughs> uh, I'll get it anyway, but there are some of them that I have enjoyed and it's a cool thing. You can stand there and, and have a drink, uh, you know, Pacifico's selling beer there and you can, you can do that and, and watch the concert before. Normally I just go to tailgate. We just didn't have a tailgate this week because it was, it was, you know, a Friday night game, not a lot of time to do that stuff on a Friday night. So we just came in, you know, the opposite direction uh, and, stood there and watched that. We had a good time though. So, I mean, it's a benefit, I guess, but I don't know. I, I just think that they, they should have uh, some people that they're a little bit uh, better. Well, there. I can say this, um, you know, kind of transitioning. One thing we've been talking about is streaks going down, but one thing we kept going this week is that Memphis has never won in Orlando. So uh, we kept that going. Uh, they won last year when we played them, in Memphis, and it was the first time in a really long time that they actually won. But this week, it was all about the Knights, and we kept that streak alive. So that that at least was some positive news. Yeah, I think it. we talked a little bit last week about the last time Memphis beat us. I think it was like 1999 or something like that, except for last year. Last year was just a, a fluke. Uh, I think we it was had a, 700 yards in that game and still managed to lose. Yeah, it was. I, I don't remember what the turnovers were and all that stuff, but but yeah, we 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 normally have them taken care of pretty well, and we did again this week. Now, uh, next week, Temple is. Uh, we're we're going to Temple, I think. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're going to Temple. Temple. That's one of our final road games as well, I believe. So that's good. Got a lot of these last few games at home. Uh, uh, and uh, we should, uh, we're a heavy favorite. So 80, your your famous uh, ESPN FBI has us as an 86.2% favorite. 
Um, their their offense is not very good. They're averaging 22 points per game. So if our defense shows up, um, I think we'll be just fine. Well, what happened yesterday with Temple and uh, the Cows? Well, the Cows ended up winning. Did uh, they? Yeah, the Cows ended oh. up winning. So that was the first time in a long time that they had a um, – uh, an FBS win. Uh, I think it was something like since 2019 or 2020, it was over a year that they 34, had 14. Yeah. Over Temple. Oh, well, that, I mean, you know, we have to really put a hurting on, on Temple if, if they did like that, then maybe this one is the game for Gus to try some, some new stuff on offense uh, just to, to see what we can get going. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe play Bowser as the quarterback or something. Who knows? I mean, do something crazy uh, because obviously this one's going to be fairly easy, hopefully. Well, they've got wins against Akron. We're a 10.5 point favorite on the road. Yeah. Which is. So add another three points to that. Yeah. So a two touchdown favorite, basically. There, there may be more. We were 11 at one point and it went back to 10. So today we. I don't, I don't understand how this, the line moves like this. Uh, it went from 11.5 to 11 today and then went to 10 and a half and then went back to 11 and, and is now at 10 and a half. It's, again, so. it's based on who's laying money on who. Right. So, well, I mean, I know that, but I mean, so, but at the end of the day, what they're doing is they're no, no, no. It, it, if they're putting it out there, you've got the over under, you've got all that other stuff that's playing. And, and that's why the line's moving. As I wasn't there. literally asking. The OK. Question. All right. I, I was I wasn't sure. <laughs> Okay. Wasn't sure. Yeah, we have. You know, we've we've had our issues with Temple over the years. I mean, Temple was at one point uh, a formidable opponent. I don't know if they're going to be this year. They're three and four, uh, one and two in conference. Uh, they so, did beat Memphis. Okay. Yeah, that's about Memphis. the only good win. <laughs> yeah, they beat Memphis thirty-four uh, thirty-one, uh, and then they also they've beaten USF. Uh, they lost to USF. I mean, they lost to Cincinnati a lot worse than we did, which was kind of one of the things that I was looking at when we were playing Cincinnati because they only scored three points and they got beat 52 to three against Cincinnati. And I was like, okay, well, at least we did better than Temple did. Well, I can tell you this. They allow 221 rushing yards per game. And so if we just put up 200 uh, yards on uh, in this game against Memphis, I like our chances. I, I have a feeling that uh, old Gus is going to have a heavy dose of running, take advantage of that, and just basically run over them and get the game over as quickly as possible. That's what my thought is on it. Yeah, they give up 221.1 on the, on the ground. And then they give up, uh, what is it in the air, uh, 215.9, which we give up 213.7, so that's pretty close. Uh, we, uh, gain a few more yards, 419.4 to their 327.1 few more. Yeah. So, uh, points allowed 33.9 is what they allow. We allowed 28.6, but a lot of that was, was a, uh, Cincy game too. a Cincy game and, and Louisville. So two games really hurt our average there. So, yeah. Uh, news and recruiting this week as well. Talk about this guy. 
Jordan McDonald. So this is a guy that we have been after and was the number one running back on our board. He's a bigger back, more in line with what uh, Gus was looking for. He's out of Alpharetta, Georgia. He's a listed on Rivals as a 5.7, which is just below a four-star. Uh, his most recent game, he had five touchdowns. He threw one, he uh, uh, caught one, and then he ran for three more. So um, he's a big, big guy. Six foot, 217 is what he's listed at which for a high school senior is is pretty solid. He is uh, open to enrolling early, and he'll be prepared to do that to get him in the system and get him rolling. So we were up against, I believe, South Carolina for this for him, and uh, we ended up getting him, so I'm very excited about this. Yeah, he had pretty much offers from everybody. Uh, he His rankings, of, he was rated a little bit higher earlier this year, but went down a little bit. I'm not sure why. Uh, but had offers, let's see, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, LSU, Louisville, Maryland, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Pittsburgh, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Virginia, Wake Forest, Washington State, and Wisconsin. So, uh, yeah, he definitely had some offers. That's so, some big names in there. I mean, you, yeah. you know, people that we typically don't compete with in there. So, like Wisconsin, I mean, we always compete with, like, Georgia Tech and whatever. But you're starting to hear, you know, uh, Wisconsin, that's a big name for me because they are a all about ball control, all about defense, and all about running and getting big backs. So, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I mean – I think he'll he'll gain some weight. Obviously, I mean he's a he's a fairly big guy, but he, he's right in there with, with like uh, Mark Anthony Richards is is six one two fifteen. Uh, Anthony Williams six uh, six foot two fifteen. Uh, you know we have this other. This is a I, every once in a while I look at the roster and see somebody on here that I've never seen before. Woody Barrett. Never seen this guy on the roster before. He, I, I guess he came in just a game or two ago. He has to because he was never on. He was wearing number 24, which is interesting. Hmm. Wearing an old uh, 24K's number. Uh, 6'2", 245. Redshirt senior. Uh, transfer from Kent State. We must have brought him in when uh, Bowser was injured. I never, never knew, but he, he's from Orlando. He went to West Orange. So, I wonder if he has any connection to Danny Barrett. I know, um, you know, he he was a, a former UCF player as well. So it uh, could be a legacy thing. But West uh, West Orange, he could be just coming home because of that. So I don't know about that. Yeah, that could be. Uh, but I guess he played in on maybe on special teams or something in the ECU game. He does have that in his stats that he was in that game. Doesn't say what he did or whatever, but uh uh, signed with Auburn and Gus Malzahn out of high school and redshirted in, in 2017. Then he went to uh, transferred from there, and then tra- to 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 uh, Kent State. Oh, Kent State, and then transferred here. So he's a double transfer. Who knows? But be interesting to see this guy six two two forty five. I'm gonna have to look for this guy even on the sideline. I want to see him. That's a pretty he's big a, running back. He's a big dude. So so yeah. Uh, Gus Malzahn obviously likes the bigger running backs. We we know that. Uh, I just want to see Bowser uh, get healthy. Personally, uh, that would be, you know, th- did I play the Bowser clip yet? The clip on, from Gus on Bowser. No. Did I play that earlier? Let me play this one real quick. 
I mean, he's an impact player. He's not 100%. Uh, and you can see he just he just leans on people. He runs through tackles. He he has that ability. That last run he made to seal the deal, there wasn't, wasn't a whole lot there, and he bounced it out. Uh, you know, we were wanting to you know, have his carries, I think, at 20. He carried at 26. But uh, we'll uh, be smart with him this week, and hopefully he'll be closer to 100% next week. He is a huge impact player, not only physical stature, but just in the game. Uh, a big impact player. I mean, I was excited about this guy from day one. You know that. Uh, and hoped that he stayed healthy. Obviously, he's had a couple issues. But, you know, uh, I've loved what he's done so far. I wish we had him for longer. Pass protection. That's another big part of it. You watch him. He's one of the guys. He knows where the rush is coming. He's reading that. And then he's positioning himself well to uh, to cover Mikey Keene. And then... On top of that, I mean, he's just one of those, you know, patient running backs who sees the holes. And then as soon as he sees the hole develop, he's gone. I mean, he's going to do one cut and he's gone. And uh, like you said, he'll lean into guys. He'll punish those defenders that are trying to hit him. And, uh, you know, he's just a, he's a great all around back. So I agree with you. And he can catch the ball. Yeah. You know, well, hopefully, I mean, those those running backs like that come along few and far between. So hopefully we can find a guy like him uh, in the future because he has been awesome so far. All righty, time to take another little break. Uh, we'll be back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this. We have the Tijuana Flats Hot Take of the Week coming up, which is our uh, game prediction. We'll see who uh, got closest this week. I'm Jeff Allen. Join me each and every week on the Nightline Sports Network for the AAC Report. We bring you in-depth coverage of each school in football, basketball, baseball, softball, soccer, golf, tennis, and more, as well as bring you insider interviews and focus in on the biggest games and news of the week. That's all right here each week on the AAC Report, only on the Nightline Sports Network. Welcome. This is a promo for the Take a Left at Albuquerque podcast new to the Nightline Sports Network. You should listen to it. I say things like this. We need to stop blaming Jerry because we would do the exact same thing if we owned the Dallas freaking Cowboys. Do you know how much fun it is to own the Dallas Cowboys? My guests will say things sometimes like uh, this. It's, it's the Lord of the Flies thing that happens when they don't understand that things are wrong spoiler alert until piggy dies yeah, um it, lord it, I, of the flies has been out for like like a hundred years it, like, it, i don't it, even know yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry sorry to everyone at home yeah. who i spoiled the book for a book's been out for like 90 years or something and sometimes rarely though i'll say really stupid things like this if they don't make it out of the west and the raptors get to the finals I will go on either this show or whoever show and say that Kawhi Leonard is overrated. I just because I have too much evidence of it. New episodes drop every Friday with me and some of my good friends right here on the Nightline Sports Network. And now back to Nightline at Night on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Call now at 844-580-9326. All right, back on Nightline at Night, I'm Andrew Fegley, brought to you by Chad Barlaw, live from the Dever Team Studios. Uh, we're talking UCF sports. Uh, we're talking American sports, too. So let's hear from our friend uh, Jeff Allen to talk uh, about the, what happened in the American besides the UCF game. 
Checking out the rest of the scores around the American number two Cincinnati scored a hard fought 27-20 win over Navy Bearcats now remain undefeated at 7-0, 3-0 in conference. Navy falls to 1-6, 1-4 in conference play. Houston maintains their half game lead in the conference. They 31-24 overtime win at East Carolina. The Cougs are now 4-0 in conference, 6-1 overall. ECU drops to 1-2 in conference play, 3-4 their overall mark. SMU remains undefeated as they roll to a 55-26 over Tulane on Thursday night. The Mustangs 7-0. They've won all three of their conference games and moved up to number 16 in this week's poll. Tulane now 1-6, having lost all three of their conference tilts. And South Florida scores their first conference win as they romp over Temple 34-14, setting a school record 421 rushing yards in the process. The Bulls now 1-2 in the AAC, 2-5 overall. Temple drops to 3-4, 1-2 in conference. I'm Jeff Allen. We'll recap those games and get you set for next week's contest, including our game of the week as SMU battles Houston. That's all on this week's AAC report only on the Nightline Sports Network. Alrighty, thank you, Jeff Allen. Uh, he, You can hear him on the Nightline Sports Network anywhere you find uh, podcasts or at nightlinesports.com. Uh, does the AAC report with Jeff Allen, and uh, you can hear him talk about all the rest of those teams in the American and UCF. Talks about all of them. Uh, just did 100 shows. So uh, now it's time for our Tijuana Flats Hot Take of the Week. Welcome to the Tijuana Flats Hot Take of the Week. Visit TijuanaFlats.com for takeout or delivery, or visit your local Tijuana Flats. Tex-Mex for everyone. All right, our Tijuana Flats Hot Take of the Week is our score prediction uh, segment. Tijuana Flats is awesome, by the way. I, I've had it this week, and I'm going to have it again next week. Try the chicken wings. They're awesome. I know. I know it's a little weird. Tijuana Flats has chicken wings, but they're awesome. you got to try, try them just to try them. So, uh, so UCF against Temple, noon on ESPN+. Plus. This week, not not big television coverage on this one. This one could be interesting as far as camera angles and everything else. <laughs> so <laughs> noon on ESPN plus uh, and who knows who will be the reporters and all that stuff. So it could just be, you know, some, some random some people. random dude. Anyway, uh, what do you think, Roger? Uh, this week, I'm going to be a little less conservative with the. um with our win, I'm going to say 32-14 UCF. Mm, okay. 32-14 you're going to go. I'm going to go a little bit less. I think we're uh, well I think we're going to do some some offense, but I'm going to I'm going to say we we hold them to less than than 14. So I'm going to go, and I, I still think for some reason we're going to get our offense together. So I'm going to go 41-7. 41-7. I think we're going to get some offense going. Uh, we have to. And, and this is the perfect team to do it. So I, I just I have a feeling I could be wrong. I've been wrong before many times. So, all right. Uh, that's going to be it, I, I believe. So, all right, good. All right, well, we'll see what happens next week. That's going to do it for us. This has been Nightline at Night. I'm Andrew Fagley. Go Knights. Charge on. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.